Let me introduce you to the founder of Standing for Women, women's and girls' rights activist, Kelly J. Keane, who joins us. Good morning to you, Kelly J. Good morning. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. You are back in the UK having had to, well, let's be honest, flee New Zealand um, over the weekend after you were attacked by trans activists at a, one of your many protests that you've been mm -hmm. holding, not just in New Zealand, in Australia, indeed around the world in recent months and years. Um, extraordinary event. Home Office Minister Chris Philp uh, has, uh, has in the last few moments condemned uh, what happened to you. But let's just go back a little bit. For people who don't know what your activism is about, what Standing for Women, your organisation is about, what, what is the purpose of the tours that you do and the purpose of your organisation? So quite a while ago, 2015, I discovered that we weren't allowed to talk about women anymore um, and women's issues in particular, women's spaces, women's rights, etc. And so um, I realised that right at the centre of that is the word woman. And so I started a campaign to ensure we kept using it in place of things like birthing, uh, birthing persons, menstruators, cervix havers and so on, which is something that back in 2015 seemed like just preposterous that that would happen. And, yeah. and here we are now in 2023. So... What we then found is that women, when we tried to talk about this online, we were just, we were uh, kicked off platforms. I, I, I won't waste time in, in naming all the platforms I've been kicked off of, but Twitter I was um, prevented from using for five years. So we decided to go back into the public square. We've been doing these events since about 2019 uh, in Hyde Park, and then we stretched them to the rest of the UK and now the world. And it simply is about creating a space in which women can talk about the things that they are desperate to talk about because they feel isolated and gaslit by the state. Yeah, indeed. Again, you were the person who printed the, you know, woman, adult, human, female, dictionary definition of woman on T-shirts after you put it on the, the side of a building at the Labour Party conference in Liverpool, and it was taken down because apparently it offended people, even though it was a statement of fact. I've proudly worn your T-shirts out and about, and still do, and I have to say, you're wearing a T-shirt right now for those who are listening, not watching, saying woman. It's not a dirty word, and it has a meaning. Most of us know what it means. You've been called um, anti-trans activists. Indeed, The Guardian and the BBC both referred to as that over the weekend. Uh, when you got uh, attacked by trans activists. Now, you're not anti-trans, you're pro-women and girls, aren't you? Um, I'm not entirely yeah. sure that the trans activists are pro-trans, even though it was. Talk, let, talk us through, <laughs> I mean, you had problems in Australia as well uh, with some violence, uh, protests and intimidatory behaviour. Talk us through what happened in New Zealand. We've got some footage of you being attacked with, um, I mean, really quite aggressive um, activists, yeah. um, but also a can of soup being thrown over you. Bear in mind, you're about five foot. I mean, you're tiny, aren't you? You're a five foot mm. woman. Um, yes. And you're speaking. You're not. You're not attacking anybody. You're not. You're not hurting anybody. You're just no. speaking with your with your with your microphone. So tell, talk us through what actually happened to you. Well, just very briefly, up until that point, there was a high court uh, case trying to ban me from the country. Uh, so it was all high stakes before I'd even got there. And some politicians, and in fact, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, had sort of cast aspersions on my character prior to me entering the country. So then by the time I got there, I checked into a, a, a hotel. I, it was two hours in immigration, in immigration for interrogation. Then I got a threatening letter under the door of my hotel. So by the time I got to the event, there were 2,000, um, there was a mob of 2,000. And now these people would call themselves trans activists. I think both you and I would agree that probably they're just women hating over and above any rights that they're actually standing up for, uh, whether I agree with that or not. Um, and I got in the middle of it and they were shouting like that they wanted to kill me. 
Um, and there were some really brave women. There was a 70-year-old woman that got punched in the face twice by a man, like full on in the face. It was horrifying. And the security that I'd had to hire at the cost of $10,000 to try and protect me and other women, um, they just said, look, it's not safe. The police aren't coming. Um, we can't we can't keep you safe here. And the, the mob was coming in. Um, and And I had to get out. And so they just formed a little circle around me. And as I'm leaving, they tried to push me to the um, ground uh, with a lady called Tanya who was helping sort of keep me up. And I just thought at that point, if I don't get up, I'm that's it. That's it. I, I just I won't see my kids again. I won't see my husband again. Uh, I'll, game over. I will. They will stomp me to death. So um, yeah. it would be clearly absolutely terrifying. And 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 you've got pictures we've shown of you. You you're still you know still defiantly filming the the mob as you're covered in this tomato sauce. Now you're say a very diminutive woman. You sort of passing resemblance, I have to say, to Marilyn Monroe. It's not wouldn't escape everyone's oh. notice. Um, but I mean. You, you have, I mean, you have a, a spine of steel and a stomach of steel. I am I'm, I'm in awe of, of what you do and your defiance to refuse. The more they shout you down, the more you say, well, I, will not, I will not be silenced. But I can hear, and I'm sure all my audience can, the quiver in your voice. Mm. You were genuinely fearing for your life in New Zealand. Yeah, I really, really, really was. Um, I just, you know, in those moments, everything sort of slows a little bit. And you can uh, you can have a com like a full conversation with yourself where you're like, okay, all right, well, this is it, and and I've got to get back up. And my security, I think, saved my life. Uh, this guy, like, there's pictures of uh, a hand around my neck, and that is the security saying that he knew that if I if I totally hit the floor, you become not a human anymore. It's not like someone punching in the face. If you're a body on the floor, uh, the police agreed. Every police officer I've talked to agreed um, in New Zealand. That that I I was lucky to be alive. It's just, and then I had to go into police protection until I came home. And I mean, which is absolutely extraordinary because we are talking about you know one of our closest sort of uh, you know democratic allies, and they were refusing to guarantee your safety. And the message you were spreading was, well, I mean, some if the way some of it is being reported, to say an anti-trans activist, you've been called a Nazi, you've been called the c-word by was yes. it a New Zealand senator? Um, yeah, using, in Parliament. <laughs> in Parliament, using using uh, using rhyming slang. Mm. Um, um, I mean, just extraordinary language. And, and there have been chants here, you know, the only good Nazi is a dead Nazi. Some claims. Yeah. You have had some protests where some far-right activists and you know, self-propelled Nazis have, have, have come along as well. Nothing to do with what your protest is about, yeah. but they've used and this has been used as a very good excuse to try and tie you with far right Nazi, dangerous yourself. What do you say to those accusations? Mm. Well, there's there's not an incident where actually any of those men um, have turned up to my event. They turned up to uh, sort of multiple events. There were six different groups uh, in Melbourne, which is where that occurred, and. There's something very fishy going on that we never get the chance as a as a group. The women talking didn't get a chance as a group to actually respond to those men at that time. Like all the photographs just happened to have those men somewhere else doing the Nazi salute. Um, yeah. So I think this is uh, just another uh, weapon against us to try and stop women talking from just saying, "Can we just have women-only spaces?" Like yeah. that's we that's what we want. We just don't want men in women's spaces, please. And, and, and what's interesting, of course, is it. watching those largely men, 
large men, mm. much bigger than a lot of the women like you who were there speaking, just speaking. That's what you were doing, talking about women's and girls' rights in, in an open space, you know, legally. Um, large men, many of them wearing masks over their faces. I bet they're not masked on when they're on the train. Um, very intimidating, very aggressive, very up close, and in this case, actually, you know, assaulting you. Um, the police not stepping in. Um, this is really bizarre. I'm not, I'm not quite sure why people think that women would want these men in their safe spaces. <laughs> yeah, isn't it amazing? We're saying, look, we just keep men out of their spaces and they're saying, look, we're being very kind. We're, we're a kind group of people just demanding, shouting in your face with uh, threats of violence that we really do want to come in and share your space. We don't know what you're talking about, ladies. <laughs> so it's... um. It couldn't be more perfect. And part of the, the reason I do these tours and we film them um, is we know that there'll be some men, groups of people that are very, very angry about women speaking and they will do anything to stop us. Uh, and I think now is the time for all women and anybody who cares about the truth to start standing up um, and uh, coming out and saying, no, we will not tolerate this. This yeah. is a terrorist kind of organization uh, trying to terrorise us into silence. And indeed not representing. There's no reason to think that these people represent the majority of trans people just trying to live their lives perfectly peacefully and happily. Um, we've seen in Hyde Park this uh, this uh, uh, weekend, and again, I know you've done, as you mentioned earlier, a lot of, of these protests in Hyde Park at Speaker's Corner where you're supposed to uh, go and do these things. And we saw at the weekend some film taken by another wonderful uh, women's ally, Graham Linehan, um, uh, taking video of again a, a mob of men surrounding and shouting down angrily shouting and intimidating women exercising their legal right to free speech at speaker's corner in high park and the police not interjecting not intervening and walking away there's a video of them walking mm. away while women are being intimidated mm. why do you think that's happening i i I get to a point where I just think the only credible answer is that they don't care about women. Maybe they want to deter us. Maybe the police are thinking, well, we don't want this every week, so we're not going to bother. Perhaps if we all came in um, in West Ham and Chelsea strips, maybe, and, and demanded large paychecks, maybe they protect us. I just think um, men going to football matches have a huge police presence, and women going and trying to speak out about our rights just get left behind. It's disgusting. Is um, what happened to you in New Zealand, is what's happening at Hyde Park Corner, all of these attempts to shut you down on social media, like, is that going to stop you? No, you've got a daughter, um, as have I, and I, I cannot, I cannot allow uh, this horrible mob to take over and just obliterate all of her rights to female space. It's just not going to happen. And I think more and more women are so angry now and they know about it. You know, we've been, New Zealand's been trending ever since it happened. Posey Park has trended. Uh, Let that's Women that's your online trending. name, so people don't yeah, know. Sorry. Um, yeah, which was picked up again in, in um, Australia. Like I'd been using Kelly J. Keane for quite some time. But all of these things now, people are no longer asleep to this. So what those, what that mob did on Saturday, whilst I really do fear for women in New Zealand, I think it's just so frightening but what that mob did is they they awakened this the sleeping giant and the uh the minority or the majority rather is no longer silent absolutely um i, I salute you i think you're an amazing amazing warrior thank you very much and i'm glad you're safe and back home